Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Tammy. All right, as promised, I'm going to tell y'all the true story of Poltergeist. Ooh, all right. And it's not, I mean, Hollywood has a tendency to be Hollywood and go crazy with it, but it's actually nothing, <laughs> nothing like the uh, the movie yeah. Poltergeist. Okay. No one got sucked into a TV. No? But, no, I know. Spoiler right. alert. So that's what I've got for us to uh, celebrate, you know, Halloween. <laughs> the spooky months. Stick with the theme. Well, I gotta be honest, when you said you were gonna do this one, I was a little nervous because we had that one run-in with Poltergeist. With, yeah. Um, the one and only time we went sort of ghost hunting together, and it was a, I don't know, it was a demonic. I don't know what the difference, I guess, I think they all are, but. Yeah, I mean, I can go really into the whole so I don't know if I think I've said this before but I used to um do ghost tours in Fredericksburg Virginia when we <laughs> yes. lived up there yes yes I remember you were the Ghostbusters and you were right. the only one that wore the shirt yeah <laughs> I, I bought everybody shirts and we wear because I was the Ghostbusters oh okay okay yeah right. um but we were my tours were a little bit different in the sense that yes I would talk about the history and and all the things because that's important and I think it's super cool but we would I would bring equipment because yeah. I would, you know, it's one thing to tell a story. And we've had, we had some crazy stuff go down that we had somebody snap a picture. I actually have a picture. We should put it up. Um, yeah, let's do it. We, in one of the times, I, I, this was a picture I took personally, so I have it. Um, but it, when we were, because we'd walk the streets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And every weekend I would kind of have two different locations that we would try and, Anyway, I had my little, I call it a ghost radar, and it's a, it's um, an app that you can put on your phone, and it's, it's, I mean, I love it, but it detects, like, electromagnetic, now it doesn't always work, it's yeah. a phone, but the app had said um, something about, like, March or, you know, because it, it just gives you one word at a time, and it was something to do with, like, the, like, soldiers moving through. Anyway. As soon as it said that, I I start taking pictures when the app starts to show the little balls of energy. Right. I snapped a picture, and you can see it's like soldiers were walking past us. It's oh my crazy. God. Yeah, it I is see it. wild. Find it. I mean, and so I've, I've submitted that to a couple of like radio stations and things like that. That's and cool. it's won some stuff, but that's really. That and the only other time I have I have a picture. We were standing outside of a tavern that was known to be haunted, and someone had snapped uh, by the street by their car had snapped a picture of them, of the person they were with, and there was this figure. And if I, it, we were we stood there for hours, like just um, analyzing this picture. It, it's it's a figure. It almost looks like a nun. Hmm. And I, my belief is, if you were a nun and you didn't get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what were you into to not get to, so yeah. it's wild, just the way the shape of the figure was. Right. But I do have the picture or of the ghost. maybe it wasn't really a nun, but they dressed as a nun. Right. As a cover. Which goes back to the difference between a spirit, a haunting, a poltergeist, and a, and a demon. Yeah. Because spirits, to me, you know, we've all, we've all lost someone. Right. Yeah. I mean, they come to you maybe in, in dreams and things like that. They're mm-hmm. not to be feared but right 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 um my sister actually got some pictures so um uh today the day we're recording this is actually the six-year passing of my mom um, oh my goodness and uh my sister over the summer her and her son were out in their backyard roasting marshmallows and my sister was just taking pictures and after she was done taking pictures she realized there was just this, like this aura around like 
this like blue light, like this weird thing that just kept showing up in the pictures. So they, you know, obviously we suspect that was my mom. Um, and she's had some like light issues that she's told you about with like flickering and stuff. So, I mean, obviously harmless stuff, just her way of saying, Hey, I'm here. I'm still, still, I'm still with you guys. So. Wow, six stuff. years already. Yeah, I know it's gone so fast. And you know, I mean, not to get too into the to the rabbit hole, but grief is so weird. You know, when you lose somebody that close to you, it's like I've heard people say it gets easier. No, with the, it do, it gets gotten harder for me. The time since I've seen her, the time since I've talked to her, it's like having that distance between them is it. It's gotten harder, and I think too because I have kids who just never got to know her, that it's made it harder to realize she's never going to be able to be a part of that you know so anyway I, no, no. I don't want to go down that rabbit no, hole I mean, but, it, but it, it is and we don't talk about it and people you know are like well you know they should get over it and but I mean it, it it's true so we lost our nephew um about six months ago um to a car accident and yeah right now I was just I just thought about this yesterday mm-hmm. I was like okay so right now we are in that stage of so the last few months like he's been gone but it just feels like he's been on a trip yeah you know what still I mean? six years later I feel like that about yeah. my mom it's crazy like he's coming back but the longer and I'm and this is what I was thinking about last night I'm like how are we I'm waiting for us to, like for us to hit a point where it becomes even more worse because it becomes even more apparent yeah. apparent that they're not coming back yeah you know what I mean like mm-hmm. and yeah these milestones you know that we see that we they're not with us to enjoy so I feel like I feel like it gets harder, but yeah. I mean, and even though, you know, we're spiritual, we know where our loved ones are. Right, we just right. selfishly want them here with us uh-huh. because we're like, oh, no, we want, they would share in this laugh. Or, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yep. and no, sometimes I, I hear my mom, like her voice coming out mm-hmm. of my mouth and we yep. sounded a lot alike, but like sometimes I'll say something and I'm like, wow, that was my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I just yep. hear her or, you know, I say something she would have said or acted ditzy like she would have, you know, just <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, kind of to honor her. But anyway, mm-hmm. well, they, these are our loved ones and they have nothing to do with poltergeist, but <laughs> no, if you're, if you're visited by a friendly spirit, they're, they're harmless. But right. these people, these, these, uh, spirits that we're about to talk about, uh, not on that same wavelength. No, so. they weren't invited or asked. No. Me, so, yeah. <laughs> See yourself out, please. Yep. Bye. <laughs> All right. You want to get into it? Yes. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. guys I believe yeah it was a uh, in the it was a very very popular movie in the 80s um, I think there are I know there's at least two they yeah, might even have done three yeah. at some point I think the only movies that really have pulled pulled off the you know because after a while I feel like it just gets stupid mm-hmm. you know what I mean in- to include like Halloween and don't send hate mail I will watch every one of them but after a while you know you know what to expect you know what's gonna right happen. yeah it's like when um, you're on, like, those, like, law shows, and you're like, oh, boy, they're about to do blah, blah. You know, you can kind of right. predict it, how they write it. Yeah. It's the same story, New Day. But um, it's The Conjuring, like, in those types of movies. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they can pull off these these sequels and prequels and still and still have, a you know, a good story behind it. But, so, anyway, there's a, there is an actual true story behind the movie Poltergeist, um... Y'all are probably, you might, I mean, I don't want to build this up too much because 
I'm going to probably add a lot of comic relief to it. Um, <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I don't need nightmares. <laughs> no, because... I've never seen the movie, so it'll be interesting I mean, to hear. I, so yes, my my 18-year-old thinks she was probably 16 at the time. And my 13-year-old, we watched Poltergeist because the graphics and everything are so stupid. You know, yeah, back then, it's hey, I used to watch it back then, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, yeah, the, the, the kids are so... The, you know, it's come such a yeah, long way in the story. They're just like... We're, we, we had more... We laughed more than you right, know, right, really right. anything. Um, but, yeah, so here goes. So the true story uh, it takes place in 1958. <laughs> That's actually not that far out. I figured it would no, be No, yeah, you think ago. 18, 19? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no. Um, the Harriman family lived in Singford, New York. They had two children, Lucille and James Jr. So uh, they do switch up the names. I'm going to try. Like, James goes by, I believe he goes by Jim or something. I don't know. I call him Dad throughout this for the sake of my okay. sanity. But um, anyway, it was said to be a, a quiet suburb. Um and, and nothing really out of the ordinary happened. I did take a fun fact, though. <laughs> What's that? That was after I realized, I, I did all my research in, in the study, in the story. This home was only 11 miles from the Amityville Horror House. Oh. And anybody not familiar with Amityville Horror, I'm uh, if you watch the movie, I guarantee you, I, my book readers and those who are not book readers, the book was 10 times scarier than the movie. Oh, I believe oh it. My a lot gosh. of times the books are more detailed. Yeah, yeah. the crap. And so it, it's it's rumored that that area was, was built up on ancient Indian burial grounds, and that's why there's a lot of the activity that goes goes by there. But So I had to Google because I'm from upstate New York, and I had never heard of Singford. It's actually down by Yonkers, so like in the city area, oh. I guess, or maybe just outside the city. Um, yeah, it's just outside of like Long Island and, so and that far. area. Um yeah, but, I mean, that makes sense because there was a lot of Native Americans in that area. Mm -hmm. So that would make sense if that's... And that's not the good haunting, people. No, no. That is the bad haunting. That's the Lavinia Fisher haunting Yeah, that, style. that's not the good... Those are the ones we, we do sage the house for. Right. So, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary was ever really said to happen. Quiet community. Um, the, the Harrens were some of the first residents in the neighborhood, and that does follow along with the movie... Uh, because the movie was said, the plot was that that subdivision was built on a, on a cemetery and that's why there's so much activity or they, well, yeah. cause they had to, they had to move the graves and well, like you're saying, any kind of like that disruption will right. cause more activity. Right. And I mean, I'm just saying when I go out, I'm not going to be hanging out at a cemetery. People, <laughs> no, no. And I've, I have ghost hunted cemeteries and I just, I do not have a lot. I don't. I've never, I have never experienced a ton of activity in a cemetery yeah. because that's really not where people, they, they go. They had no attachment to that place. Mm -hmm. I feel like we can conjure up energy yes. by looking for it, Agreed. but I don't actually think that they're people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to be careful with these ghost tours and like there, there are prayers and things that we would say at the beginning and the end of these tours because like we said in our last episode, you don't want attachment. Right. You know what I mean? And so you do have to kind of, you know, protect yourself a little bit. It's all fun and games until it's not. Yeah. Well, like, not to, to be too sidetracked, but that one time that you and I went ghost hunting and found that poltergeist situation, yeah. it definitely attached. 
and, and, and there it was will, a lot of yeah. crying out of it because I ended up like that night when I went to sleep I had a I the second my eyes closed I fell immediately to sleep and that it just like came, I don't know how to explain it but that dark presence came out um in my dream and it like woke me out of a dead sleep and I was gasped like I gasped for air it was like really freaky so I had to kind of pray out of that too so you got to be careful oh you absolutely have to be careful so that that instance I I firmly believe that was a poltergeist Uh because and if you don't know it was ugly it was ugly and so a poltergeist um it let's go into that real quick the word poltergeist (laughs) is a German word for ghost of course it's German so poltergeist right i know damn germans i am german um poltergeist activity is said to be self-manifested so you kind of bring this energy out in yourself Mm -hmm. and you welcome it and yes when we had left that situation we had done our prayer but all there were three of us that went to go um ghost hunt this house all three of us in the coming days were sharing some experiences that Mm -hmm. we were having and it was so important that we shut it down because if you entertain it and if you continue to feed it through your fear or your curiosity or whatever, you will only fuel the energy. So we, we ignored it and we just got in prayer and we have never done one again since then. Well, and honestly, their curiosity made me want to follow up with them, but I I refused to do it because I was like, I could already tell this thing was trying to attach to me and I refused it. So, well, they were fueling it. Right. And we had talked to them about that, and I'm like, y'all are, um, because the fear in that house had become so overwhelming that it had absolutely started to dictate how they're, how they were living their lives. Right, right, yeah, totally. I mean, they were afraid to open blinds, and yeah. they felt like people were watching them. They had all started sleeping in the same room together. Right, and, which was haunted. Which was haunted, and I'm like, okay, so this, this entity has complete control Right. Over your life. And and guys, make no mistake, whether you're spiritual, I'm just going to speak to my spiritual people, the enemy is always lurking. So when he sees mm-hmm. that you are susceptible to this type of stuff, yep. don't think for one minute he's not going to send his little minions to, right. you know what I mean? So oh, you yeah, have to, to the fire. Right. Like, get in prayer, you know. And they do. They want to close like, they were, they had, they were living in darkness. Mm-hmm. Like, and I say legit, literally, literally they, they were afraid to open the, the blinds. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, you're fighting a spiritual battle right now because what, you know, the Lord shed light. There's bring light, you know, Mm -hmm. you are in there and they had started to isolate themselves Mm -hmm. as a family. Like it was getting pretty ugly. The spirit was actually telling them to close the windows. Correct. Close the blinds and they were listening to it. So yeah, I mean, it goes, man, this is going to be, that's a scarier story than my poltergeist story. I mean, we could go on and on about that whole. I know ghost hunting experience but yes i mean we were and going into places that you know to have energy and things like that whether you're sensitive to it or not um you know it it, you just you have to be careful Mm -hmm. um because it 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 is out there and like i said not everything there's also residual you have those that kind of it's just a kind of residual energy that kind of replays the events over and over and over they just kind of there's so many different theories you have, you know, they call it the intelligent, you know, where they are, they know that they're haunting. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, when you see on the ghost shows and they're like, turn the light on or do this or that or interact with us, mm-hmm. they, they do yeah. all the things, but it just gives them more fuel. It just get, yeah. And I mean, you, again, you have to be careful with it because totally. it may not be that necessarily like when you open yourself up and you're not just inviting that spirit, you are opening any and everyone out there 
-hmm. And hey, the energy that you carried as a human is going to be the same energy you have after life. So I use my grandpa. Yeah, my grandpa as an example. I don't, he, he lived through World War II, like, life just made him a very hard person. I don't want to call, say he was a bad person, he was a serial killer, but he was, he was, <laughs> you know, yeah, right, that I know of. Um, he was physically abusive, and he was an yeah. alcoholic, and, but again, he lived through, he was eight during yeah, World War II and saw his yeah. entire family die, so, anyway, when he passed, because he was a very, he was an energy, like, he was a very strong, you know, like, mm-hmm. just a, in, in person, I mean, emotionally, mentally, all the things, he, you knew he was in the room with you, mm-hmm. he was constantly, was like, presence. yeah, so when he passed, uh, my daughter was probably three at the time, and she would tell me that she kept, she was seeing a man in her closet, okay. and, but she was not scared by it at first, That's she awesome. was just like, and then at first she goes, I don't really like him in the closet, right? I had, my son was just born, my middle child, and I went in one one morning, and I went to pick him up, and I noticed that he reeked of cologne, like reeked of cologne. Oh my gosh. And um, my husband was not, he's not a big cologne person, and, and my grandpa, he chain smoked, and my grandma, my old mom, my old mom, my old pa, because they were German, um, she hated it that he chain smoked. Yeah. So he would go and smoke, and then he would doubt. We, he, you knew he came to the room thirty minutes before the room because that, that was the, the real cologne. presence. It was yeah. the cologne. So there like, was your grandfather, and then there was the cologne. I was like, "Geez!" And it was, you know, I'm like, "This is this is crazy yeah, strong." Is. And my husband had said um, he had actually texted me. Uh, he had left for work early. And he goes, "Hey, were you at your parents' house yesterday?" Because he goes, um, "Our son's name." He goes, "He smelled of." cologne really bad when I went to go kiss him goodbye he left early in the morning and I'm like no we weren't so after couple this with that I finally realized I said okay my opa's visiting he sh- he doesn't mean anything by it mm-hmm. he's checking on the kids but it's becoming too much so I went in there in the room one day and I just said opa you know they're getting getting scared it's getting to be a bit much you know hang back blah 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 and my daughter never saw him okay. again so you have those types of energies and some, you know, they do, they want to make their rounds. I'm, I'm, I am a firm believer that guardian angels are, are, lo- are loved ones that have passed. Yeah, maybe. You that's what I think. Yeah. So anyway, I digress. Okay. So yeah, poltergeist, that's how, the poltergeist activity, what does poltergeist activity, activity usually include? Well, it differs from a um, typical spirit just coming to you in a dream mm-hmm. or, you know, showing you in a camera some light or sending you a sign, a butterfly mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. That's what my mother-in-law always sends me is a butterfly. I always oh, know it's her. Oh, my mom's the dragonflies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what my um, sister-in-law says. My father-in-law sends her Oh, the dragonflies. So loud noises, disruptions of your things. You know, we see the stereotypical, like, the cabinets are always wide open, blah, blah, blah. That's usually... A pol- you know, poltergeist, a slamming of doors and stuff. Yeah. Um, they are there to make you aware of their presence. And so, to scare you, right? To scare you. Yeah, it's, it's it's sheer shock, you know, value right there. They're not typically friendly. So no. not something I would engage with or try to, you know what I mean? You definitely want to. That's like the not today, Satan. That's just yeah. <laughs> shut them down. Nope. Yeah. Want nothing to do with you. See you later, no. bye. Yeah, you have to shut that down real quick because it will, like they said, they fuel themselves off of your energy your fear and your fear and so the more power you give it 
the more, yeah. So I was going to share my Germany story, but I went on a, on a tangent. Sorry, I probably did I've that. Got, no, no, no. I've got more ghost stories, y'all. There's a, there's a reason why I believe, because I've had so many personal experiences. Yeah. But we'll save, I'll save that for maybe another episode this month that we okay. do. Well, we'll um, see how we get, we may have time at the end. We'll see. Yeah, you bring me, because yeah, you know me, I'll totally I'll try to bring you back around. <laughs> bring me back around. Um, okay, February 3rd, around 3 p.m., this was in 1958, the Harriman kids, they get home from school. Before this, nothing, no activity. They've been living in the home for a while, so oh. no activity has, has happened before. So right. they just get home from school, and that's when they say that is the first of the activity to start. Um, shortly after the kids had dinner, various bottles, and when I say I really had to go, I had to do some research on, on define various bottles. Well, yeah. I'm thinking all the soda bottles initially were just like, yeah, but the, all the lids, all the screw, all the screw tops popped off. Oh my god. And this is why yeah, I had to do normal. more research, because they kept saying this. They were like, oh, I'm like, stop buying soda bottles if this occurrence keeps happening. But no, <laughs> when they say all the bottles, I'm talking medicine bottles, like oh, alcohol wow. bottles, like anything in the house that had a screw top simultaneously just started to, like, pop off Holy and, crap. you know, spill and do all the things. So, um, they were all screw tops. The family, this is what I love about this family, because me, I'd freak the hell out. The family just chalks <laughs> it up to a weird incident. <laughs> Goes, what What would you even do if something, I mean, I know because you and I have this situation, but, like, as just somebody who is unaware of these kind of presences, would you, like, call the police? <laughs> like, what would you even do in that situation? I certainly wouldn't chalk it up to nothing, but. I, I would, well, first and foremost, I would probably call my church. Yeah, and have yeah, it yeah. blessed, and True. but that is what we do. Like, even the house that we've been in, we've been in our house for about nine years now. And the first thing we did before we moved in was, we had it blessed. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. I had the deacon of our Probably church come, and we had it blessed. And it's not just because of you know, but you also want this to you want to pray over your house. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, all the things. But anyway, they do end up calling the cops. But, um, but a few days later, it would happen again, and again, and that's why I, that's why I had to do the research because I'm like, this is gonna get costly on all the stuff that's being and how many dang bottles are in this house that it keeps happening every day they they run to the store and go grab more stuff so (laughs) they're like we can't use this medicine anymore we may as well restock (laughs) gotta get more to drink um so it says it tells on my notes they go to notes page (laughs) And then I'll get to my notes page and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw that into the story. Okay, so dad would become suspicious of his son. So, because the boy, I think he was about, like, 13 years old. So she oh, thinks uh, that okay. he's doing something to the bottles. Like, he's putting, you know, he's how you like put those, like, Mentos or something. But oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Mentos and, like, Coke bottle or whatever. Yeah, he thinks he's messing with these bottles, which is probably a good theory. I yeah. can't completely be mad at dad. Mischief. Yeah, so he starts to watch his son like a hawk. And, um, so he's watched, so he goes out, it says, after a while, some hardcore surveillance and watching of his every move, he realizes his son is not responsible. And there's one incident, um, cause I read a whole bunch of different stories and things like that, but there's one, uh, there's another, um, YouTube video that tells the story and she goes into more depth and more detail of, of how, the, why the dad reached that conclusion they were, um, dad was brushing his teeth in the bathroom and the son came into the bathroom to talk to him mm-hmm. and 
all of a sudden the medicine bottle, the shampoo so bottle. So it's attached to him. Yeah, it was like pop. Well, was popping off, and he re- and he said because um, then the energy starts to shift to more movement of objects. So the medicine bottle after the top had popped off, like had started to go like shift towards like a go. I guess how how am I describing? Like sliding down the Sli- table. Yeah. yeah, slide down the counter. And they're like, this is a level counter, like, there's no reason for that to happen, right, right. blah, 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 and it falls on the ground. So he's like, and the, you know, of course, I'm sure, I'm sure James Jr. is like, I told you! <laughs> it wasn't me! And just imagine my kids going, I told you! Yeah, see? So, um, you never believe anything I say! Um, <laughs> so, he realizes, yeah, this is, this is some, this is some deep shit. Um... So now, James is starting to see, what he's starting to, you know, witness stuff. The activity has gone from the popping of bottles to, um, you know, movement of objects. So after this bathroom incident, he goes, oh, I need to call the cops. <laughs> so I don't know what the cops are going to do. So funny. Foreshadow that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but, I mean, I guess, because we think, like, oh, help. We think help. Yeah. Yeah. I, me personally, and I don't. I mean, I'd probably be like, we need to call a church, like maybe ASAP, they, were or, they religious? Do you know? Um, no, the, these this family was very. They might have been religious, but they were definitely. It has said several times on different stories and things like that that they were never fearful of the activity. They were actually more interested in trying to figure out what was causing the yeah. activity. So, um, and I'll get into that, but yeah, so apparently, you know, the cop, he calls, and dad had, had some involvement with, with the police department. I can't remember if he was an actual cop at one point, or he just was like a dispatcher or something like that. So he calls, um, I wrote on here, we all know to call the Ghostbusters, duh. Um, <laughs> they call Fair them, point. I wonder yeah. if there are real Ghostbusters. Could have called Tammy. You know they got parent, parent like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, now they do. Yeah, especially, especially like universities and stuff, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that have these paranormal That's true. investigators that you can. Yeah, back then they probably didn't in. have all that, though. Oh, they do. Oh, they do? Oh, they come. All right. All they right. come. I stand corrected. <laughs> do not come. They do come. <laughs> so, he, the cops initially think that James is a prank caller. And, but after after some time on the phone, they're like, okay, we'll what humor kind of you. And we'll send, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, somebody's been hitting the sauce early tonight. <laughs> we'll send somebody out to take a look. So Officer James Hughes, he arrives at the home, and he chats with um, everybody in the story's named James, by the way. Uh, James Sr. for a bit, and he asks to use the restroom because... Donuts were calling. I don't know. Um, so after... Oh, my God. <laughs> after Hughes comes out of the bathroom, several bottles pop off. and all Popping the, bottles? Popping bottles. <laughs> they all pop at in the direction of Officer Hughes. Oh. And so I wrote, how many damn bottles does this family have? So... <laughs> what, okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but have you ever seen The Jerk? The movie mm-hmm, The Jerk, mm-hmm. where the 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 sniper is shooting at um, Steve Martin's character, Naven Johnson, and he's in front of these like oil cans, and he keeps missing and getting the oil cans, and so he goes, "It's the cans! He hates these cans!" Which just reminds me. Of. Like, Wouldn't you just get rid of all the bottles? Like I gotta I go around the, the house bottles. and collect them all. What are left? 
like after every incident, do you immediately run to the gro- like the store and get more bottles? Like how many bottles? Maybe can they were a family an easy end? target because they were over purchasing. I don't know. <laughs> they they stocked and up on top bottles. Too. Like that's the method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Officer Hughes reports back to the station because he said <laughs> see, see ya. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> back. And Detective Husey, I believe. I need to read my own handwriting. Is assigned to the case. They get a case assigned to them. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to play this out in my head. How it would be to be an investigator on something like this. What do you And he's like, a cop. Like, that's not what they investigate. I guess they have to if somebody makes a complaint, but what do you what do? You do? Arrest How do you investigate? <laughs> Seriously. Sorry. We're going to have to take all this Chardonnay as, and we're going to have to take this with us. Yep. Confiscating. Yep. So, um, he would spend several days at the haunted home, and he would also witness popping bottles. Soon the activity in the home would begin to change, so we'd, they, uh, it was reported a porcelain figure rose up off the coffee table, Ooh. Yep, <laughs> floated in the air for several minutes, um, while multiple people watched. Wasn't too long after that that the figures um, weren't just floating. They were actually being thrown and smashed against walls. Oh, my God. Um, No sleep for you. Bookcases and other pieces of furniture were also being moved around the home. I keep referencing this notes page, but I'm like, where the hell is my notes page? (laughs) Um, Do you remember making a notes page? (laughs) That's it? That's That's, (laughs) They're all notes pages? Here it is, Caitlin. (laughs) I should have never correlated this, but that would have been too much common sense for me. Um, so it says, unlike Miss Harriman's characters, if you watch the movie, like, they were very fearful and scared. And well, yeah, it makes wife, better for the movie. Well, yeah. And a lot more crap is going down, too, in the movie. So yeah. the mom There's a lot the of movie, crap going on in their house, though. I know. This is, this is a lot. Um... The wife, the mom in the movie, she was the one initially, you know, having a lot of the activity. She was experiencing the activity. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to convince her husband of the activity. And so, but unlike her character where mom, you know, in the movie is, is scareful, Miss Harriman was actually more curious about the incidents. Um, she even called her husband once. And uh, she's at work because popping bottles stuff was <laughs> happening and and she calls him to ask what he thinks is causing it because it's happening again and mr harriman says i'm 35 miles away dear wait they didn't have southern accents in new york no was no a... but no wonder he had an edge to him he was like <laughs> i'm 35 miles away well, how do you how should i how, i'm trying to do my new york horrible, i don't know but you've got the southern coffee. accent in my head coffee yeah. How should I know what's going on around there? As long as no one has been hurt or no damage done, I won't come home early. Oh. That is how year. you know the 50s because oh, that, was doc, that was doc pay and everything. Nowadays, we're like, can we work remote? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he didn't he didn't come home, but she was genuinely curious, you know, about the activity. I don't think she was, they were ever really legit fear. I mean, because they stayed in the house the whole time. They never once Shit. left the house wonder if they had any options to go anywhere. That's I mean, true, too, yeah. Who would take them in? Would you be like, yeah, yeah, you and your spirits, just come on. <laughs> come on over. Uh, we got in the spare room. We have the good shit in our house. They can no, stay in the garage. those bottles. Right? Yeah, I'd be really <laughs> mad. Um, so the news begins to catch wind of all the activity, and as the media can be, they became a nuisance to the family. Numerous articles and stories are printed. 
which then, you know, catches the attention of paranormal investigators and parapsychologists, scientists, you name it. They all become invested in the, in the going-ons of the home. February 26, Dr. J. Um, Gather Pratt. Why do you have to have 16 names, people? Can you all just <laughs> stick with, oh, Lord Jesus, traveled to New York and arrived at the Harriman home. It was the parapsychology department at Duke University. And they believe... Oh, they already had that back then. Mm-hmm. They believe they, they knew what was going on. Um, they believed that it was a phenomena known as psychokinesis. The moving of objects under the right circumstances could influence the behavior of objects. They believed someone in the house was unknowingly causing these incidents to occur. And their research suggested that young people, especially those going through puberty, would be more likely to have the ability and they wouldn't even know that they were doing it. Hmm. Pratt would believe Jimmy Jr., the son, was the one causing all of the commotions because most of the activity centered around him being there. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Um, he was always nearby. The only witness, you know, at some, at some times when the incidents would take place. I wonder if he was into the Ouija board. Right? It makes me wonder. You know what I mean? Like, what did he do to bring it? To bring conjure that? that yeah. Demonic on? Um, the movie Poltergeist, by the way, was released June, four, June 4th in 1982, and it was a huge box office hit. I gotta throw that in there. So wait. Oh, so they happened in the 50s, and then yeah. it was like 30 years later? Uh-huh. Yeah. 25. Here comes Hollywood. Yeah. So a lot of the activity would take place in the... Oh, I'm sorry. The last incident would take place in the basement when a lid off a bottle of bleach... See, that would scare me, too. Don't, bleach can do some yeah, damage. Yeah, harm you. Uh, popped off. Um, My question is, why do they still have bottles in this house? That, see? Why? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that was the last incident that happened, and then nothing ever was reported ever again. They do end up calling a priest to bless the home. Was this after the bleach incident? Yes. Okay. And so nothing is ever reported after that. So it's kind of like a womp womp type story. Um, but yeah, the movie the movie itself is it tells the story of a young family um, who start to experience some activity in their home, and it seems harmless at first until the ghosts uh, start to terrorize the family and even kidnap their daughter. She gets sucked into the TV. If you've never seen the movie, the old one is way better. The new one doesn't follow the story of the old one. It kind of irritates me. And the graphics for the newer movie. Whoever did the graphics should be taken out back and beat because I felt like the old movie had better graphics. Oh, wow. It was bad. I give it 400 thumbs down. Don't send me hate mail. I hate, I, I couldn't wait for it to be over. I will say, are we allowed to talk about movies? Like, we, we can say movie names, right? Yeah, we can okay, say movies. Okay. We're not the getting paid for anything. So. <laughs> no, unless you want to pay us, we're not being paid. Right. Uh, Caitlin's like, you've been talking about them for the last three months of our lives but whatever um talk to me the movie talk to me loved it i don't know loved if I've seen it. it i'm so terrible with so movies. off topic but oh, oh you oh. would freak you oh out. okay yeah you, no never mind yeah no, no thanks it was i'll leave that to you tammy i give that one because every scary movie to me has become like the endings are stupid and it i pretty two thumbs up if you haven't seen talk to me yet watch it but uh yeah so not as not as crazy um but yeah, I think that it is true that that area was was built on a cemetery. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would make uh, sense from where the location is. Yeah. So I mean, the theory could be either maybe there was an entity and the blessing of the home did remove the entity, mm-hmm. or maybe it was a lot of um, from the other research that I did. 
a lot of the research and studies that they did at Duke University, especially um, Dr. Pratt, sorry, Dr. Pratt, a lot of his stuff has been kind of thrown out debunked. yeah debunked and so i mean i don't i haven't really studied psychokinesis because there's not an, enough hours in a damn day <laughs> but yeah so a lot of his stuff is is no longer relevant relevant anymore. respected yeah. whatever however you want to say it so that my friends is the true story of the movie poltergeist i wonder where they are today Any yeah because the 50s can't be too that wasn't so long ago i mean if the, he the was 13 be, in the 50s yeah, he should still be kicking it. Be around. Yeah. Hmm. I try to look that up. Follow up. <laughs> um, so we do have time if you want to do your Germany story. Oh, Germany, okay, cool. Right? That's what you were saying. Yes, Germany. So my dad was in the army. Um, we were an army brat, so we did. I did in the first stint of my life back <laughs> in the day. No, I'm kidding. Um, in Munich, Germany, where my dad was stationed over there. My mom is actually German, but we stayed on base in Germany in an apartment complex and so my first experience with ghost activity and I didn't know really what I was seeing at the time I was maybe three four years old I would wake up every night in my room and I would see a dark shadow at at my door mm. my bedroom door it didn't really scare me all I know is that I do remember waking up and kind of like calling out to my mom and my mom would always run through him and then he would kind of dissipate mm. But this would go on and on and on and on. So my mom, being a good mom, would not share with me up until until my later, you know, we were in, years ago, we were talking about all this uh, with my younger brother. We're adults. We're in our mid-20s at this point. And we're talking about, you know, stuff that we're seeing in this apartment. And I, would, I told them, you know, Mom, I remember, because I remember him, like, clear as oh, sure. day. That probably stuck, for sure. I mean, he was constantly at the, at the door. So now we're sharing stories with each other. So my brother, his activity was a little bit weirder than mine. Like he, he said that he would see um, a man like coming in and out of his room. And my mom, so over there in Germany, they have what's called trunks, which are big, huge like armoires or cabinets mm -hmm. or wooden. They're, they're real wood. And they have the skeleton keys. What are the iron? Is it oh, iron yeah. keys? So the keys, and even... In most places over there, I haven't been in 17 years, so sorry those who are in Germany going, it's not like that anymore. <laughs> um, the, most of the doors were opened with the skeleton key. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, my mom said that she had experiences too. She said that her keys would, she would find them bent. Mm. Her purse would always be like missing and she'd find it in weird places. She said, I... One time I sure, saw my person <laughs> right behind a toilet. Oh, yeah, no, that's not. And yeah, that's I mean, sometimes mom brain. mom brain, yeah, for sure. And so she knew this activity. So my dad was a first sergeant, and um, he was in charge of that building, but she had went down, because she's German, she, she speaks German, so the Germans were running this apartment yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah. And she goes down there to ask them to be moved. Because she's like, we... She's like, I, I knew we were having some sort of activity, activity yeah. and it was freaking us out. And you were waking up every night, and then Stephen was seeing. Oh, well, y'all don't know who. Yeah, <laughs> y'all know my name. Um, and then my brother was seeing activity. She's like, so it's getting my dad, of course, like oblivious. He w he's the the typical dad of, okay, sure, you know, sure, Dan, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, he would 
uh, not believe any of this. Till, still to this day, my dad doesn't he believe doesn't. any of it. No. Wow. He doesn't believe in any of it. But So she goes, she has to be moved, and they tell her, well, first of all, we don't have anywhere to move you to. It's full. Um, and two, she, he's like, the, you're not the first person to be asked from that apartment, from that, from that, uh, what do they call it? That building, not the building, but. Flat? Apartment house? The apartment house? Whatever. Um, he's like, so do you know, but do you know what happened in there? That's, there's a reason why there's activity. And oh, my shit. mom's like, no. And he goes, well, one of the GIs, the wife left and he hung himself in, in that apartment and we've had we've had complaints for years that people don't want to stay in there. He wasn't, I would never say he was unfriendly. He was just present. Right. That's I mean, I think he scary. messed with my mom. He might have been more in more like a lot well, of the weird she stuff. A wife. She was a woman and, and she's pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of the activity might have. Tar- yeah. But never, no scratching, no, no nothing. But that's my first experience with it. Now I can tell y'all, I'm on a really bunny trail cause we have two extra minutes. If, <laughs> So we were, my dad, obviously Army, we were stationed in El Paso for a long time. And I just watched, if you guys haven't seen on Netflix, it's pretty good. I believe it's called Encounters. It's a new show on Netflix. And it's it's about. come up, but I will not be watching that. (laughs) It talks about, you know, extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah. Oh, So I watched, this is why it's fresh on my brain. Yes, yes. My husband loves all the UFO stuff. So growing up, my brother would always, the way he described what he was seeing, um, man when I watched this show the other day I was like holy shit he wasn't making it up like the crap my brother was six like you know we didn't have my parents didn't uh I didn't really start watching scary stuff and doing all that until I was in my teens and then I ran went rogue with it and we did it behind their backs but he was convinced in El Paso that he would he would uh see aliens he always told my mom that he was seeing aliens and the way that he described how old them, was he when he was saying he that? was six. Oh, okay. Um, the way that he would describe it is, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh, because kids have bad dreams. I don't think yeah, everything yeah, yeah. that you experience is paranormal. Please, yeah. There's, there's always sometimes there really is an explanation right. for things. They saw something on the TV. Right, right, right. Told them something, or they saw a picture, whatever. He was describing how they moved and how they moved so quickly. Like he said, you know, for instance, real quick, like the one would be at the door and by the time he blinked, it'd be by his face. Oh my God. And so he would tell us all this and he would freak me out because my mom made him start sleeping in my room with me, right? Oh God. Because that's it. Thanks mom. And I remember sleeping. He was on a cot. Sleeping in you and your sister. She'll protect you. Uh, Just don't come in our room. (laughs) Tammy's not going to protect you. Tammy's going to run. You better be right behind me. So he's on his cot. I'm in my bed and he tells me. He's, I'm half asleep, and he's like, Tammy, 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 and I'm like, what? And he goes, it's right over your 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 head. That what he was seeing was right over my head. So I run, yeah, and yeah. the way that the house was in El Paso was weird. It was it there was an add-on done to the house. The whole first floor was the house, and then they whoever did the built the house before or had the house before us added this add-on. So the whole top floor was my parents' bedroom and bathroom. Okay. So you had to go to the other side of the house and up the stairs to go get my parents. And it was a hike. Like, yeah. So I run, I leave my brother. In the dark. In the dark. But he would become paralyzed in, with fear. Like, he would never, yeah. he never moved when um, he claimed they were coming. And he e- eventually started sleepwalking. So we would, my mom would wake up and find him. We actually have pictures of him uh, where he would wedge himself in between two cabinets. And she has him, like, 
punched, like slunched over, like sleeping because he was hiding from these things. We moved from El Paso uh, in 1995 to Virginia and he never had another experience ever again. Wow. So anyway, that show Encounters, that's why I bring it up. The, the stuff that they were describing was, like, some of the witnesses and the experiences they were having were pretty dead on with what my wow. six-year-old brother was explaining to us. Because he was, he was bedwetting. I know he's not going to like that I was saying all this, but he, you know, he was that. Well, he yeah, would not move. six. That's yeah, he was. Not like 16. He was absolutely terrified. Yeah. So, yeah. Course. Crazy, right? Wow. Don't move to El Paso. Those in El Paso, get out. <laughs> God, right? Not that house, anyway. Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's what I got. I think we talked more about other stories than uh, the actual poltergeist yeah. story, but yeah. It's all Tam- crazy. Tammy's life, 101. I would freak the hell out <laughs> for any of these stories, so. Oh, yeah, no. Him especially, yeah, like, I would rather see the man in my door than the thing. He was, because he was convinced yeah. they were, they were, like, trying to get him to go places at night and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. They probably were. He was hiding from them. Like, he, we oh. would find him in the craziest I think it, places I mean, my at night. son is six. So I can't even imagine what that would be like. It was too, he was too descriptive and detailed in what he was saying for, I, and to this day, he's, he says, I was not making that up. He's like, absolutely not. He's like, that was, he doesn't really talk about it, but. Right. Um, we've talked about it a couple of times, years and years ago. And he's like, y'all, y'all will never understand. You won't, you won't get it. And so. Wow. That's gotta, because people call you crazy. Well, so. totally, and it's crazy to, like, you have to be dealing with that alone, you know, because, like, people, there's nobody else that understands what you're going yeah. through, nobody else Thankfully, my mom, my mom had his back, because yeah. she was, well, like, good. she kept pushing my dad to get stationed elsewhere. Yeah, well, and especially um, if she had that experience, too. Right, because she was, like, whatever it is, it's obviously traumatizing him so much that you see this child just completely change. Right. And go from, so, yeah. Gosh. Ooh. On military bases, too, right? I'm sure we didn't live on base in El Paso, oh, okay. but we were stationed. I can't remember what the damn base is. I always say it's Fort something. Yeah, most most of them are. <laughs> Fort, yeah, the army bases. But um, yeah, we didn't live on base in in that situation. Yeah. But I still dream, you know, I still dream about that house when I'm walking through it. So I definitely do. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. See, now I I wasn't military, but I grew up for the first 21 years of my well, most of that. Um, in the same house. I still will have dreams that yeah. I'm in that. And, I mean, we haven't lived there in 20 years. And I still dream that that's, like, the house that I live in. All the dreams. Wild? Yeah, all the dreams you have. Isn't that crazy? Yes. All the dreams I have now yeah. always take place in my... Cause yeah. We moved a lot, but the lo- the longest stint we did was in Virginia. Right. So, I mean, we spent... And my parents are still there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. In that same house. So, yeah, it's always... I'm like, even with my kids, like, I'm raising my kids in my childhood right. home. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, why am I totally. here? <laughs> I think I've had a couple of dreams where I was in this house or maybe our old house, like, the first one that we had. But never have I had a dream in the par- – my parents have been in the same house for 20 years since we moved to Texas. And I've never had a dream about that house. Even uh-huh. though I live there a lot. But, uh, yeah, it's just very crazy the way your mind goes mm-hmm. into that. But, anyway, all really good ghost stories you went today. down the rabbit hole with Tammy today, and I yeah. thank you all for sticking it out. <laughs> and if you have stuck it out this far, shoot us a good rating. Only the good ones, please. <laughs> we got burned once. Somebody said we were meh. We're so, so bitter about it. <laughs> we're not meh. So but we yeah. need somebody to offset that, if you could offset the bad rating that we got. Um, 
But, you know, send us your feedback or any comments or suggestions that you have. We're obviously just kicking off season three here. Um, go about 10 or 12 episodes in season three. And uh, we're still writing some of the stories. So feel free to send us any of your suggestions that you have. Um, we're, you know, gearing up for some pretty good stories we've already got on the on the list right now. But um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Moms Who Talk Crime. And you can email us at momswhotalkcrime at gmail.com. And like I said, rate us anywhere you're listening. We'd love to love to hear your feedback. Yes, we love meeting y'all too. So um, yeah. if you're out and about and you see us, that nothing makes our day more than somebody going, we listen to your podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Because this is really just a hobby for us until somebody decides to pay us <laughs> for what we're doing. I know, we still got to drive so, five. <laughs> one of these days we will. But, um, you know, we do enjoy that people enjoy it. So if you are one of those people, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. So thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye! Bye. Bye.